The views and opinions expressed in the Golden Boot Podcast are those of the speaker and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of the Golden Boot Podcast as a whole. Y'all ready to get rolling? Quiet on the set. Hey, welcome back. Another episode of HBCU Hour presented by the Golden Boot. It's your boy, Pooh Bear. I got my man, Aunt Petty Murphy, in the building. What's good with you, my boy? Just watching this game, man. Thought it was going to be a good one, but... Some people had other other, other things in mind. Man, I got to stop messing with this camera, man. I be having moving and stuff. And I come back and it be all over the place. Uh but yeah, but man, it's a uh, Monday night football. Um, Jets, Bills, yeah. No yeah. Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, I don't know. I was at practice. Was he doing anything before he got hurt, or was he getting was he the get first hurt drive? Oh wow, he played like four plays. Guys. Gots to be more careful. But, uh, <clears throat> hey, like they we got had a quarterback situation on their hands. Was that Wilson doing good? No. <laughs> but, I mean, they might not have no choice if this Aaron Rodgers injury is as serious as some people believe it may be. Yeah, I mean, shoot, Zach Wilson, he did pretty good in the preseason. I mean, it's preseason. And then, then again, he's going he against two. looking too good tonight. <clears throat> yeah. That's true. That's true. <sighs> well, well, well. Uh, let me ask this, man. Or let me say this. Phenomenal weekend of college football, especially on the HBCU side, as always. Um, Jordan say, where is Mike White? Miami. Well, <laughs> well there you go. But uh, we talked about it last night, Grambling LSU. Talk some more about that. Uh, that. Uh, Fam, you, USF. Man, I put it like this, man. The FBS, the HBCU versus HBCU games, a lot of them are money games. But a lot of these starting not to be uh, money games. These starting to be uh, get paid, you know what I'm saying, to dish out some, some lessons. Well, not as many as we would like. Um, more than yeah, more than we, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, there's there's it's definitely not a pushover anymore. Definitely not. So talent is uh we'll get to it, man. We'll get to it. All right, let me let me stop teasing the folks, man. Let's go ahead and uh jump into it. Y'all know what it is, man. First off. Uh, want to tell everybody thank you for joining us. You can be anywhere in the world to hear with us. We appreciate that. If you're enjoying the content, do us a favor, subscribe, like, share, super chat. Uh, 
We're also on Facebook. You can do Facebook stars. Uh, we take cash up, all that, man. Uh, for a dollar a day, you can send a, a poop and an ant to SEC. I'm sorry, the SWAC championship. I do that every time. Every time. And then when I'm talking about the SEC, I call it the SWAC. I'm hitting that, I'm hitting that grandma stage, that granddad stage. Boy got amnesia. You call all, like, all my children be the same name. Oh, I do that too, but yeah, that's just because they name all start with A. I'd be like, hey, uh, 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 at the time, but uh, 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 you, hey, you, you, yeah, 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 yeah. come on, come here, come here, come here. You know, I'm talking to not you, the other you. I'd be calling the oldest, middles, youngest sometimes too. (laughs) For real, oh man, I ain't got to worry about that. And then I don't, you know, Dylan always be right, right here anyway, so I'd be like, hey, you. You yeah. know what I'm talking about. Go get your brother. Go get your sister. Hey, girl. That's why I'm saying. It's on the three one eight in the building. I see hey, you. What up, big country? Yeah, but uh, here we go, man. Let's get into it. Y'all know who it is. We got to do what we got to do. Shout out to our sponsors over at BetOnline. BetOnline.ag. We'll be back in one minute. BetOnline.ag is your number one source for all your sports information, stats, news, and scores. Get the latest odds, lines, and player injury reports for this year's NBA and NHL playoffs. BetOnline is always your sports information headquarters. This season, we have you covered for all your sports wagering needs. We have everything from NBA, NFL, MLB, and NHL to golf, tennis, UFC, and boxing. BetOnline is the fastest and easiest way to get your betting info, including live betting options and your favorite casino and card games that you can play right from your home. Head on over to BetOnline.ag today or use your mobile device to get in on the action. Be sure to use the promo code BLEAV to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, where the game starts. Hey, once again, say thank you, everybody. Jordan, uh, Taraj, Josh. What's good, Josh? Flex, Kelly. What's good? Kelly's supposed to be with us on Thursday. Uh, yes, but you know, he be, out there, he be out there getting his uh, Bill Parcells on, his uh, his uh, <laughs> Bill Belichick. <laughs> Having them kids running. Um, annexation of Puerto Rico. What's good, Jay White? said... <laughs> Main over Dooley. We're going to find out this weekend. Chuck, as always. <laughs> Man, anybody over Dooley. <laughs> I told you, boy, them Southern fans on Dooley head right about now, man. Yes, sir. Uh, Man, listen. I I want, so, let, let, I want to start there before we, you know what I'm saying, die too deep. Um, What's up, Dr. Caville? Uh, man, I want, so, me at Mike, too. What's good? Um, the Monday morning, you know, saying Swag Coaches Teleconference is always, you know, you see, uh, you see two sides of the coaches, man. You know, saying the coaches who won or had a good game, they come in, they be smiling, telling jokes. Uh, Coach Hampton with 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 uh with UAPB. It's still fresh on him. He's still in that honeymoon phase. He come in that thing mm-hmm. amped every Monday. Yeah. Every Monday. He, what's up, everybody? You know what I'm saying? We we, we fought hard. Him, though, he got yeah, energy, you know what I'm saying? Bro. We fought hard. We, you know what I'm saying? 
Uh, shout out to all the winners, you know what I'm saying? Good, you know what I'm saying? Congratulations, man. We're going to be with y'all. You know what I'm saying? My team fought hard, you know what I'm saying? We came a little short. Then Coach Dooley come in there. Coach Dooley be like, hey, <laughs> we did what we supposed to do, you know what I'm saying? What we was trying to do, you know. Uh, so you ask him a question he don't like, <laughs> Coach Dooley be like, you can tell he get mad, man. See the steam coming out from up under the ascot. <laughs> but nah, man, it's always good, man, to hear from the coaches. It is like an interesting perspective, though. But, man, let's talk about this FBS versus F, uh, HBCUs, man. Um, first game, man, that we got on here is the Grambling versus LSU game, right? Um, First off, we talked about this last night. You know, said a lot about it. Um, Grambling came out, and in my opinion, they they laid they laid down a phenomenal game plan. Miles um, Crowley looked amazing. He looked amazing. He came out. He was slaying that thing. He got hot quick. Um, Williams. Mm-hmm. Got got he got high he got it you know what I'm saying got that he was like 106 yards rushing I believe looked real good uh, against a a LSU defense that has struggled against the pass but not necessarily struggle against the run and Grambling had their way Coach Hall I think is a testament to him to that stable of running backs and to uh, Miles Crawley and and I, wide receivers as well so. Um, big yeah. shout out to them for for coming out and doing that. Yeah, I think uh, you got to give a lot of credit to that offensive line. Um, Facts for both for both opening up the, yeah for opening up the running lanes for the running game and then protecting Miles Crowley to the point to where he didn't get sacked at all while he I don't was know in if the he game. Was touched all night. If he if he was, it wasn't it wasn't many it was times after the game when they shook his hand. <laughs> But yeah, he uh he got great great protection all night, which allowed him to stand there and drop some of them dimes he uh had last or uh, Saturday night, I should say. Um great throw on the touchdown pass to JR Winners, a uh, great catch um on that touchdown play. Uh, they started with back to back scoring drives to start the game off. I mean, mm-hmm. they would have had three in a row if they would have made the field goal. So I mean, definitely came out great offensively. Um, defensively, still a lot to lot to work on some some areas to to improve. But um, I think there's a lot to take away from Gremlin. If you if you are Gremlin, there's a lot to take away and be be excited about offensively from this team, especially yeah. whenever you go in the swag play. Right. Um, I, I don't care if you who you playing against. If you playing against the, um, you know, what I'm saying the. <laughs> Number one offense or whatever, man. There should be no reason your team should give up a touchdown on every drive. Yeah. There should be no reason. Um, that is a cause for concern, and it's something that I asked about last week. But about didn't know, they get didn't they get one fourth down stop at the end of the game? At the end of the game, that was it yeah. with, with the third yeah. string in. Yeah, but the third yeah. string had already scored twice, if I'm not mistaken. I mean, I just was trying to make a testament to the fact I understand. that they did get one stop. I, I understand what you're saying. Yeah, and, and, and it's fair. It's fair. You know, I, I shouldn't have, you know, it's fair. But, yeah, but. They, they got. They got I, I get what you're saying. Yeah, there's some, there's some area for, they were, for sure. 
that defense is supposed to be the staple of this team. They were supposed to come out here and um, defense was going to be all right, pick up where they left off, and the offense was going to be the one who had to step up. Offense has stepped up. Yeah. Offense stepped up a lot, yeah. So, now I do want to get, like I said, kudos to them for that. Um, the question, why why did you pull Miles Crawley? Got a chance to ask Coach Jackson, uh, Coach Hugh, and he, he and it made sense um, at the point where when Miles threw that interception and LSU went down to score, the game was out of reach. Mm-hmm. They have conference play coming up. You don't want to risk him getting hurt. You've seen all you need to see. You know how good that Miles is. You know what I'm saying? He's pretty much solidified himself. Let's go ahead and get uh Calvez some uh some work so he can get some confidence in the event he has to come in later in the game. Let's get him get yeah. some work and, and we can move on. So that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. So um I like that one though. It was it was uh, you know what I'm saying, like I said, they came out, Gremlin came out with, with great tenacity. So that's my word for them for right now. The word um, of the day. Yeah, that's the word of the day, tenacity. Um Fam U USF. Um, I actually this was one has I picked. to be more careful. Has to be more careful. I, I picked them to uh I forgot what I said the score was gonna be. I, but I picked them to win. I remember that. Um well, as we know, that didn't happen. But fam, you fought. The score was I forget what it was at half. They dug the themselves a hole. With. Yeah, the score they end up losing uh by two touchdowns, but that game was closer than that. Um, I mean, they dug themselves a hole in the first half and was and got down by like ten or something like that. I don't remember the exact score, but I know they got down early in that game and had to, you know, fight mm-hmm. their way back the whole game, which they they did and they kept it, you know, close the whole game pretty much. But they just could never undo that beginning. Yeah. yeah so at the end of the so it was um end of the first quarter it was fourteen to uh, seven. End of the half, it was 24 um, 14. Yeah. But at one point, that score was 20, uh, if I'm not mistaken, 17 17 uh, 14. So that game was close. Fam was pretty much matching South Florida, kind of, you know, so almost, I ain't going to say score for score, but, you know, um, they, were, they, they were doing what they can. Musa threw for 374, one touchdown, but three interceptions. Yikes. If I'm not mistaken, two of them were in the first half. Yeah. Yeah. So um yeah, man. Whenever I got I got I can't wait for the which calls to uh the swag hadn't sent over the um which calls from today um for the teleconference, the recording. Uh because coach Coach Simmons talked about that the night and day, the the tail of two halves mm-hmm. with with, with uh, Jeremy Musa, um, and I forget his exact quote, but it's almost to the extent of you know he made some good throws in the first half, um, there were some misses he had, uh, but you know he he kind of settled down and you know you could you can see he you know said made some really good reads, got comfortable, yeah. You know, definitely looked like a different quarterback that second half. Yeah. The offense just looked totally different. Like they, they had a different demeanor about them in that second half. 
Yeah. I'm still waiting for um they got it. I I just want to see Fam actually do a little bit more with that running game to help them out. Um this game, of course, sacks are factored into it. They only had 19 yards rushing. Mm-hmm. So you gotta help Jeremy Moose out a little bit. All right. Yeah, because I'm looking at the rushing. Um, yeah, Musa was, you know, saying because of sacks, he he was, you know, it says six carries from uh for negative 18 yards. So Yant Yant only had 22 himself, and Jennings had 11. They gotta establish the run. And granted, I, I think one of their toughest, you know, well, the thought to be toughest competition, you know, with Jackson State is behind them now. Um, but they're gonna run into some what I think is you know since hell they're well it's not their next game but in two weeks when when Alabama State come to town mm, that's a damn good defense <laughs> that defense is yeah so um you got that you got um uh, Alabama and M Alabama and M's defense look pretty good so it's gonna be they were out there let's see they were out there against uh, Lane for 33 minutes and gave up 13 points. I mean, it's Lane, but good question. D-Law said, so who is the best quarterback in the sweat? Hard to say anybody playing better than Miles Crawley right now. Uh, man, listen. Somebody, did, they did not talk about him at all during all season, but Miles Crawley looks like he could, you know, what I'm saying take that. Um, I I, I think right now Miles Crowley playing the best in sweat. Mm-hmm. It's hard to argue against that. Hard, very hard to argue against that. So, um, and I know, and I know you can't just look at his stats in the, like the LSU game, but if the eye test, I think Miles Crowley playing better than anybody else right now in the sweat. Listen, Miles Crowley was making some, and this is a common phrase you hear. He was making NFL type throws, um, but he was fitting that thing in some windows. Like it was, it was very apparent that he came in that game ready to prove a point. Yeah, and I, I really do think he made some money for himself on Saturday. So, um, if Musa can clean up some of those mistakes. He got the talent to be the one of the best quarterback. I mean, I he got the skill set, but he just got to put it all together. Yeah. Let me interesting though. See how this plays out going down the line. Um, next up, man, it's, it's this one is a heartbreaker to me, man. This hurt my feelings. Um, that ending, man. Morgan State versus Akron. This one you need that Dennis Green clip. They are who we thought they were, and we let them off the hook. Let's see. For those of you who don't know, uh, Morgan State was you know playing against Akron. Um, it was what about fifty something seconds left in the game. Fifty nine, if I'm not mistaken. Morgan State fumbled. Akron scooped and scored and took the lead. And end up winning 
I don't even really want to talk about it, dog. It, like, I just knew that game was over and Morgan State had did it. I just knew they had beat Richmond and then turn around and be the FBS school. I was getting ready to put them number one on our poll. You mm. know what I mean? I was I was ready for all of at that. Worst I was ready for, at worst too. Man, you beat the FBS and the ranked FCS team. Yeah, you, I, I agree. Put you number one, but I mean, they gave it away, bro. Like simple as that. They just speaking of giving it, it right away. up. Speaking of giving it away, the score final score was 24-21. Morgan State threw a pick six and had mm-hmm. a scoop and gave away a scoop and score. So fourteen points they literally gave to Akron. And, lost and then they three. had a touchdown. They had a touchdown that was called an incomplete pass. Where video, I mean, from the video I seen on Twitter, from that angle, it definitely looked like a touchdown. But yeah, you just got they gave the game away, man. As as bad as it is, and as hard as it is to say, that's it is what it is. They coughed it up. All right. Um, but man, that was like I said, it was a tough one for Morgan, um, for Morgan State. Uh, but I think this bodes well for them going down the stretch. Um, I don't want to see them lose two weeks in a row based on, you know what I'm saying, like you hit that lull, you know what I'm saying, fall off. I, I, I really did think that, and I said it last week, we was talking about this game. We said, do you think, you know what I'm saying, we said, well, you know what I'm saying, do you think they ride the high of um, – Beating Richmond, or do you think it's a hangover? They came in with that high. I I was under the mindset they're gonna ride that high, and then it'll be like Townsend. That's who they got next. I think it'll, you know, saying they ride the high, and then it'll be like Mm. somebody like Townsend to knock them off. Now, with that happening, I feel so. Yeah, I feel like they fool Morgan. Morgan State might they might beat the brakes off of everybody on their schedule outside of one team that I honestly think, I honestly think. They got a real good chance. They got a real chance. What that game at? It's if I'm not mistaken, it's at Morgan State. So it's a Thursday night game. So let me let me double check that. But if I'm not mistaken, yeah, man, that defense so legit, bro. That defense, man, and I honestly think if if they do lose to that team. Central, if they do lose the Central, this is FCS playoff team, bro. That's how good this team is. Yeah. Yeah, Dr. Cavill says it's in Baltimore. Mm. 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 <laughs> and then that'll it's be an a, interesting, uh, doesn't it? And then that'll be the second Thursday night game for old Central, too. Yeah. Speaking of uh, HBCU playing FBS, Central got one this weekend. Mm -hmm. Central takes on um, UCLA UCLA in LA. Uh, Dude. Shout out UCLA for playing HBCUs back-to-back years. That's true. Um, Let's wait till Thursday to, to really talk about that one. Yeah, I was just, you know. Yeah. Oh, yeah, but that's going to be a good one. I think that'll be 
I think I'll, I'll wait till Thursday. Um, me at Mike said, uh, our offense is questionable, but our defense is 100% legit. We could hold Townsend to under seven points. I can see that. Um, uh, I honestly, it's, it's gonna be hard when you have so unrealistically, your defense is held two teams the one the highest one of the highest scoring offenses and uh you know a struggling FBS team but an FBS team at the, at that you've held both teams to ten, offenses to 10 points yeah you just got to get your offense to stop giving the other team points yes i said at the beginning of the season the quarterback doesn't have to be if he's any semblance of decent if he's just remotely decent Morgan State has a chance in every game. He just yeah. he he's here's the he's he's got to be a game manager. You don't need to yeah. you need to, you need him to be 2000 and you need him to be 2011 AJ McCarron. <laughs> well, he, you don't need him to light the world on fire. You just need him to get a play mix. Be Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy. There you go. With that defense, just just. Just you know, hold hold on to the ball, make smart decisions with it, and and put your even if you don't score, that's fine. Just back pin them deep and let your defense go to work. Yeah, agreed, agreed. Man, let's talk about a few uh D two versus D one HBCU matchups that we had this weekend. Um, Hampton, we looking at you. What is this boy doing? Hampton ain't Hampton wanna uh. Oh, they don't I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, they lost somebody else. All right, so let's look at this. Lane going up the road from you. Yeah, let's go up the road from me. Lane versus Alabama AM. Um by the way that um uh, Alabama AM played against Lane, they going to the celebration bowl. It's a done deal. Alabama AM's the number one team in the country. Uh nah, seriously though. Alabama AM played a, a really good game. Against a tough Lane team, uh, the score going to have it was fourteen seven, and Lane every time Lane was driving the ball. They, bro, I've never so two things happened. I've seen fluke interceptions before. I've never seen the same fluke interception happen twice in a game. Yeah, um, Lane dropped back and threw a pass that bounced off of the uh, receiver and the safety. Was like just so happened to be coming, and and dove and caught it like fingertip grab on the ground. The next time Alabama and M was going, going down, and uh, Langford threw a pass, and the D lineman batted it back like towards you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. back towards the offense, and the lineman was laying on the ground, stuck one hand out and caught it. <laughs> so you had literally two. Almost, you know, what I'm saying two basically interceptions caught where people were pretty much laying yeah, on the yeah. ground. I've never That's seen crazy. that. Um, but man, Lane played a like I said, they played a good band. Lane got all about 42 people in a band, and they was loud. <laughs> they was loud, they was playing the sound and good. So uh, but nah, man, I did I had a good time at that game. But uh yeah, he's uh yeah. Kelly Flick said that game surprised him. Yeah. 
Um, I guess, yeah, yeah. I guess I, that's kind of what would surprise me if I had to make a comment on that. Is just how easily Alabama and them won that game. That second half, they scored three times. Um, they literally scored three times in the final. I'm sorry, in the first five minutes of the first quarter. I mean, of the third quarter. Easily. Just blew the game open. Way open. So, what up, Noah? Noah said he just they just finished up a session. What's good with you, my boy? Jay White said, and them gonna kick Southern day. <laughs> she be on Southern boy. Yeah, that's funny. That's funny. I did see our people from um our people from uh from the Hill podcast, uh Jennifer, uh J Dot and DT chopped it up with them. So it was good to see. Uh man, let's talk about this one. This one, this one, um mm, mm, mm. <laughs> Shout out to our homeboy D two HBCU football. Um, he's been talking about this for a minute. The SIAC has a has a a knack for spoiling the SWAC's fun. Miles went it. down the road, run down the road to Alabama State, and um. They put something on. Funny thing about it, Ant, sitting in uh, Lewis Cruz Stadium, and uh, the announcer said, uh, here's some scores around the swag. The loudest cheer I heard all night. It wasn't when A&M scored a touchdown. It mm-hmm. wasn't when the band got on the field. They said, Miles is up 21-17 on Alabama State. Whole crowd erupted. It was loud. Both sides was clapping. Lane side and him side. <laughs> I even seen the mascot. Give a shout out. Uh, oh. <laughs> but yeah, man. So yeah. here's here's something else. Shout out to uh Mo Carter. Mo Mo put me because Mo called that game. Mo said, I got something more interesting for you. Alabama State got a pick six. So their offense only scored 10.1. Oh, 10. Yeah, one touchdown. That's what I was about to say. One touchdown. Is that why we saw the change of quarterback? I So I asked Coach, I co- asked Coach Robinson about that today, and he said that. Um, God, what's the kid's name? Um, uh, that came from Stewart. Uh, so Stewart had a really good summer, and he really wanted to get him some um, in-game action. Here's why I think that. And and granted, I I listened and I understood, and he I believe he's telling the truth. Here's the problem. He could have got in-game action against Southern, and he didn't. It was fourth quarter when you were down and had to throw the ball that you put this man in. Yeah, my thing is you put him in. So a couple things with that quote. Were you trying to win the game? Because if you're down and you feel like D 
is the best quarterback, is the quarterback who gives you the best chance to win. Why take him out the game? Mm-hmm. And if you were trying to win, then you must felt like, um, I think his name Damon Stewart. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but uh, you put Stewart in the game. If you were trying to win, you put you must have put him in the game because you felt like he gave you a better chance to win. So if he you felt like he gave you a better chance to win that game, is it gonna be the same going forward? He said that competition, he he, you know, saying he expects there to be competition. Uh um, going through the bye week, mm-hmm. well, you know, saying pretty much all positions. Um, and Kelly, you know, saying Flitz brings up a great point. The other touchdown that they scored was a 50-yard bomb. Well, Keyshawn Johnson, he just outran the coverage. Uh, uh, D. Davis threw it now, and it was—it wasn't like it was—it wasn't—it was kind of an overthrow. Keyshawn Johnson stretched out, caught it with one hand, and ran it. It was a beautiful catch, amazing play. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, uh, I'm not on the listen. I'm, I'm still not on the D. Davis trash. You know, what I'm saying. All that kind of I'm I'm never gonna talk bad about that about that guy. Uh because he I do believe he won Alabama States uh more games than he's lost them. So I thought, I'm I thought not gonna, there was a but coming from in that statement. But <laughs> I will say, but you know what I'm saying, I do think they have better options now. Um last year, I, I, I think. Last year, Miles Crowley, I think he should have, but I don't know. I mean, I ain't gonna go there. Hold on, I'm just, I'm just want to look at the schedule. I just want to mark some down real quick. Um, I ain't gonna let's go see. There. Let's see. When is this game? When is this game? Is it November? Oh yeah, that one's gonna be interesting. November, uh, what's this? November fourth in Mobile, Alabama, Grambling at all, Alabama State. Uh huh. Yeah, we are gonna be there. I real, real. Get the grill. Get get the grill ready. Yeah, get, just give me a room ready, real. I'm coming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. Well, yeah, that was. I, like I said, I, I think. D. Davis was a is is a serviceable guy. Um, he's only a sophomore, so yeah, he's wanna... still young. He's and nobody nobody's saying that you know even if he gets benched that he can't come back later on, even this season, you know, and, and make some plays and win some games for Alabama State. Just saying that right now there needs to be a competition to see who's the best guy for them going forward. All right. Uh, but and I think it's fair, you know. Say it's 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 good that Coach Robson is is being at least transparent and saying that, um, yeah, there is a competition. You know, uh, we'll see where it goes from here. But I think we, I think the writing's on the wall. Just to be fair. So, um, but man, let's next one. Uh, Savannah State versus Bethune. Um, Bethune getting us in the win column. Yeah, shout out to Coach Woody, man, getting his first dub as a head coach for his alma mater down at Bethune. Um, I think the final score was 31 6, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, so it was a. Uh, I'm, I'm double check. Make sure I'm lying to y'all. Yep, 31 6. 
Um, looking at this one, uh, quarterback Sprague, twenty three, a twenty nine, two twenty three, two touchdowns, two tutties. Hell of a game. Hell yeah. of a game. Uh, your running back had uh, six carries for sixty four yards, two touchdowns. Uh, it's like I mean, it look like honestly, it looks like just like pure pure domination. Time of possession was actually fairly even. Uh, it was basically a 31-29 split in favor of Bethune. It was a 30, 40, 30 minutes, 47 seconds versus 29 minutes, 13 seconds. Um, they were 5 of 10 on third down, 25 first downs. I mean, what can you say? Um, good confidence booster for Bethune. Yeah. Very big, big, good, the very big confidence booster. Uh, as they head down to take on uh <laughs> Miami Hurricanes, um, and then they'll get back after that to basically uh, they oh, then after that, they go to Jackson State and then Alabama State. Yeah, they needed that confidence boost. Yeah, it's gonna be. Uh, I'm not saying I can't see another win coming. If oh, no, State, I'm not saying that. Yeah, yeah. I'm just yeah. saying the next couple of weeks. Yeah. If they play like they uh if they play like they have, like they did against Alabama State, the Alabama State game looks a lot more winnable now. Yeah. Just <clears throat> the Southern game looks a lot more winnable now. So yeah. Well, it's gonna be interesting for sure. Cause uh some of these offenses from Southern and Alabama State, it ain't like well, you got to put up a lot of points to beat them. Yeah, me and Mike Wild. Me and Mike, he, he be on one, boy. <laughs> he be on one. Uh, yeah, that's funny. Uh, Chuck said he actually watched the game live on YouTube, the Bethune Cookman Savannah State okay. game. I was looking for it on, uh, on HBCU League Pass, but I couldn't find it. I guess I was looking in the wrong spot. Yeah, we got to do – well, no comment. Um, I think one of the last big games, D2 versus uh, D1, Morehouse versus Howard. Yeah, um, that, was a, a, that one was a lopsided game. Uh, Morehouse – I'm sorry, Howard ended up winning uh, – it was like 50-something, 13 – yeah, it was uh, that one. It was very ugly. Uh, but here it is again. Um, Howard is again getting a confidence booster after that 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 very impressive win over Eastern Michigan. They were able to come out and and assert dominance um against Morehouse 65-19. I'm sorry. Uh there you go. Quentin Williams, who has been a thorn in some people's side. Uh, by some people, I just mean Erica. Uh, but he went 17 or 26, 205, three tutties. Uh, Hawthorne went five, had five carries and 110 yards and two touchdowns. Uh, he was actually mentioned, uh, he didn't get player of the week for the MEAC, but he was uh, another notable mention, uh, no, notable performance that they mentioned him. So, yeah, it was, uh, like I said, a huge win. Played under the lights. They brought in lights for that game. So yeah, it was it was it meant more than what it uh 
it meant more for the culture than than on the field. I think. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Uh, Flick said that's his guy, Case Hawthorne. That's my guy. Yeah. He had a like I said, he had a really good game. It, he didn't get player of the game, and uh, and understand. I mean, I played a player of the week, offensive player of the week for the Miac. I, I honestly, the person who got it is kind of explain itself, and we'll get to that. We'll get to that here in a minute. Um, All right. Um, Pass this, because we're always talking about FBS versus, you know, some HBCUs. We talk about D1 versus D2. I actually asked, there's another question, talked to talk to Coach Simmons and asked him about, because um, he talked about, you know, saying all the, the those matchups, and I asked him, um, that separation that uh, and how these games are so competitive now um, is it due to transfer portal? Is it due to um, actually getting those you know saying D one guys and bringing them in? Um, you know what what can you attribute to it? His answer: coaching. Coaching has gotten a lot better uh, when you look at uh, HBCUs as a whole. I'm going to take that and look at it as well. Something I was wondering, if you look at, we talked about SIAC, but if you look at like CIAA, who had, you know, saying wins over some of those, you know, MEAC schools. Um, this might not be, might be kind of hard to say, but I was going to say, have we seen, are we looking at like D2 schools with comparable coaching or, or better coaching? I don't so say D1. better. I mean, maybe than some D one, but like overall, I think it's it's comparable. I mean, when you look at some of these D two schools, like what Benedict's doing, you know, what Virginia Union, some of them schools are doing at the D two level. Yeah, I think definitely some of these coaches are on par with with some of the FCS counterparts, but. I'm not gonna say that it is better as a whole. I can't. I can't go that yeah. far. Okay. Um, only reason I ask because I'm looking. We talked about you know saying Miles beating Alabama State, uh, but then you had Central State beating Valley. You've had um, Bowie State first, year, first year head coach Valley. That's true. You see what um, I'm saying yeah. like yeah, Bowie State had a first year head coach and they beat uh, who was it? Uh, Norfolk. No, Norfolk lost to Dale State. Dale State. Dale State got a first year head coach too, though. So, yeah, I get. I get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah, but it's just like I'm looking at because you know comparing. But see, this isn't just like this year though. If you look at it, there's talent. I mean, I just think the talent gap is just not as big as people think between FCS and and D2. That's true too. And I don't think it's as big as people think it is from, from no, it's uh, not. FCS only, to uh, FBS either. The only difference is the numbers, man. But the talent ain't, ain't that big of a difference, bro. Yeah. Yeah, man. All right, man. Let's talk about some of these. Uh, it was a lot of Con- classics. A lot of conference game. Um, 
that's funny. No, I said Dave said he not saying nothing because Tuskegee coming up for homecoming. Yeah, yeah. Just yeah. wait till that one over. Yeah. Um, Flitz transfer reporter has evened out the talent gap from FCS to D2. I yep. can agree with that. I agree. So, yeah, Jamie yeah. Walker was talking about that. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's um, same, same from F, FBS to FCS. It's, yeah. same. it's still applicable. Yeah. Um, Southern Heritage Classic. You had UAPB versus Tennessee State. Uh, this used to be the – Jackson State versus Tennessee State game. Uh, but UAPB has replaced them. Uh, that's somebody else. UAPB dug themselves in a hole in this game and, and, and was steady trying to climb out. Yep. It's similar um, to what happened against uh, Tulsa. You know what I mean? They started off – with Tulsa, they started off good. Right. And then – then they got down quick after that. But this game, they just didn't have that same fast start. But they, it was like the exact opposite, I should say, of the Tulsa game because they had a slow start but then picked it up. But they just got to put a complete game together. I agree. Um, UAPB, they get their first home game this weekend. Uh, let me go ahead and check out who, I, who they playing. Um, do, 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 do. let's see, let's see, let's see. UAPB Brink Miles. Uh, I love it. <laughs> yeah, well, they, uh, they know not to take them lightly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they got my because he actually talked about that. Uh, coach, coach Hampton said, uh, Miles got uh, coming in off that hot win over Alabama State, so. Yikes. Can't take them lightly now. No, you can't. Um, no, you can't. Um, I'm just looking at the their schedule. They got miles. They got they go to AM for a Thursday night game. Then they they welcome in Southern. They go to Mississippi Valley, and then they take on Alcorn, Jackson State. Both of those are home games at Prairie View. They bring Grambling to them and then at Texas Southern to finish out the season. So it's going to be interesting. <laughs> Kelly said Miles is back. Miles is back. Yeah. Man, man, man. Uh, man, this is a game that surprised me. Battle of the Bay. You've got uh, Hampton. Hampton coming off a big win over – Grambling taking on a Norfolk State that lost on um, a wild ending, I guess you could say. Um, yeah, it definitely was a wild ending. <laughs> uh, but Norfolk State came out and they dominated from the jump. Punched them in the mouth. Yeah. Uh, what Mike Tyson say, everybody got to play until they get punched in the face. That's big facts. So, yeah, that was a... Uh, Kind of a uh, eye opener. Uh, that final score was a uh, Norfolk State thirty-one, Hampton twenty-three. Uh, the game was not that close. The game was not that close. It was. Um, 
Hamlin scored seven. It was seven nothing in the end of the first. Fourteen nine at the end of the uh, of, of well at halftime. Um, Twenty four to sixteen, and then again thirty one to twenty three. It was just uh, cons for Hampton lit them up. Fifteen to 20, 199 yards, three touchdowns, one pick. Uh, Zealous from Hampton, who had a a great game uh, against uh, Grambling. He was fourteen to twenty six, two eleven, two touchdowns, two interceptions. Their running game. Uh... Yeah, they they running game kept them in the game. Uh, Burris had twelve carries. When I say they, meaning Hampton, he had twelve carries, one hundred thirty seven yards. Uh, but yeah, yeah. I guess uh, it's safe to say that Norfolk's defense just made more plays than Gremlins. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, Flixley, I know you feel the type of way. Yeah, I wish that Hampton team would have showed up that first week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, that kind of it, it's funny. I think they spoiled um, they spoiled uh, Miles Crowley coming out party because he was oh, definitely. He, he was on fire, and it was kind of if they win that game, if they win He's that game, yeah, He's play of the week easily. Um. Yeah, I, I just we talked because when we talked about it, we previewed it. I said, Will Hampton be two and oh? Like, oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. That's easy, easy money. Yeah, about that. Yeah, if, you, if, if I would have told you Hampton one and one, you would have thought the loss was the Grambling. Grambling, yes. Uh, that week one, what, what was that about that week one overreaction? Definitely, definitely. Jeez, oh man. Now, speaking of, I got to talk about overreaction. Overreaction. Overact, yes. The Aggie Eagle Classic. It's Eagle Aggie for another year. Man, forget it. Aggie Eagle. Josh going to have to see me. Um, Because he, he got me out here. He got me out here apologizing to A&T folks. Or he don't. His team got me out here apologizing to A&T folks. I apologize. I said y'all was gonna get beat. Now I actually was close on my second one. I said 31 13. I was close on that one. Y'all should have put up 40 something. And at least make me look like I knew what I was talking about. Now I'm out here apologizing. My bad. My bad, Auntie. The rivalry games, man. That's you know that's how it is, bro. Speaking of rivals, NT still got a rival with the end zone. They don't like to see them. I ain't I ain't changing on that. NT has a problem getting in the end zone. Um, Do they have a CAA rival? Do they have a CAA rival? They got. Oh. Or is it Hampton? Who are they talking about clamoring saying it was so good? Elon? Or somebody yeah, I think it was like, Elon. Elon, like, yeah, when Elon come in, it's a, it's a big game. We're gonna sell out that game or something like that. I don't know. I don't know. But yeah, Greensboro, y'all got, y'all got to find a way to get in the end zone. The best part of that game was what Trey Oliver said afterwards about if you want, cla- if you want to play in classics, 
You gotta come to the swag of the me. That's funny. That's funny. That's funny. Oh, but that that was the best part, man. That video. Shout out to H- uh, HBCU Game Day for putting that out early, man. That's Elon called a. Oh, okay. Okay. I could say Elon. Yes, Elon called A and T their rival. Interesting. I didn't know they had a, a one in the CAA. That's very interesting. <laughs> but yeah, Coach, Coach Oliver. I'm sorry. Coach <laughs> Oliver stole the show with that comment, though, bro. Shout out to uh, HBCU Game Day for that and that article they put out. But man, that <laughs> that is sickening. <laughs> he went straight Suge Knight on him, bro. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. Oh man. Then man, let me let me go to another one, man. Another game. Um, I don't I ain't gonna say it was a disappointment. It kind of went how I thought it was gonna go in a way. Um uh uh BJ can be mad at me. The boom box classic. I'm a, that's what I'm gonna call it. The boom box classic. <sighs> Listen. Y'all, y'all gotta get. I ain't gonna say get Doolin some grace, but y'all, y'all let Doolin Nick to. I think he's safe for one more year, though. I do too. I think he is. It's a lot of, it's a lot of, you know what I'm saying, scuttlebutt, but <laughs> D Lob, stop. <laughs> D Lob say Elon versus N- uh, North Carolina AT Battle of the Bands is lit. Boy, stop. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man. Oh man. That's hilarious. Oh man. But man, Jackson State versus Southern. And what's your take? I'm 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 gonna I'm go there with what's your take? Is there another quarterback on the roster? This is an Alabama State situation to me. I think they they got a better quarterback that they're not playing. Um and just like last year, and just like Alabama State last year, I'm wondering, are you going to be stubborn and stick with your guy, or are you going to keep having the quarterback competition to see who's the best guy to lead this team going forward? Um, I just don't know, bro. Offensively, they it's so much – left to be desired offensively. They got so many playmakers. They got a great running back room. They got receivers out there, and they just n- not playing to their full potential because of the quarterback. Everybody's and, 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 and Southern fans, Southern fans, like, they tired of it, bro. And yeah. I can't say that. I blame them. Cause you gotta be, it's gotta be frustrating to watch a game knowing you got a better option or possibly have a better option, but you don't know if you got a better option because you won't even try them. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's gotta be frustrating. Yeah, um, can't Southern do, fans you can't have do without an L though. That came from a Southern fan, by the way. Yeah. That, Sorry for the ambulance driving by my house. Oh, that's all good. I just make sure they ain't, you know what I'm saying? No, nah, they're not coming you. here. Nah, Because <laughs> you was killing them. Uh, but yeah, man. They, I, uh, I 
I don't know, man. The everybody clamored for for blood. Um, I'm, I'm I still say this: blood in that first drive against Alabama State was on it. First half, I'll say. But that second half, after he got like that strip fumble, he was off after that. It was. Well, I don't know if he was on this weekend. Yeah. So. I think I, he, I think that's another situation where it's like um D D D. You know what I mean? Like I think he still got potential. I just, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. I just don't know if right now it's his time. Yeah. I can I can I can I can legitimize that one. So um but I do want to talk about two teams that are rolling um right now. Tuskegee and Benedict. With Tuskegee, uh, as 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 down south football said earlier, and them got got them for homecoming, and they look good right now. They look really good. Um, last year, Benedict, we talked about how good they were with that defense and everything. Um, New quarterback, same thing. Benedict is in the two games they have outscored their opponent eighty six to zero. That defense they have not given still, up a field goal. They have not given up a touchdown. That defense still on point, man. Shout out to Coach Barry. Um, if if what Zach say is true, him going to South Carolina State would be dangerous. Yeah. Yeah, uh, talent rich, you know, as far as like South Coach Buddy Pugh, and I said this in, in a tweet, has been so good maximizing the talent he has. If Coach Barry can go there and do the same with that, you know, saying with that, you know, with his concepts and stuff, it's a perfect transition, though, ain't it? Because you got Buddy Pugh. What like what South Carolina State known for on the Buddy Pugh defense, physicality, you know what I mean? Smash mouth type football. <clears throat> What's Benedict known for on the Coach Barry? You know what I'm saying? Defense, mm-hmm. smash mouth football. So it's the perfect transition. You just keep that same mentality going, just with a I, new I, guy at the helm. Listen, I, I know I do a lot of. I told you so, but I, I want to say this: when we were talking about this summer. Games we're looking forward to. One game I said, and people, and, and I was in, in HBC United, and I was, you know, why? They ain't that good. I'm looking forward to Miles versus Benedict. That's a game I think will be really good. It's like, why? Miles ain't that good. Miles won good last year. They didn't do nothing. You know what I'm saying? It's going to be kind of, it was thought it was going to be kind of the same thing. Mm-hmm. That game looked real interesting, huh? Very interesting. And then, and then with the SIAC being divisionless, we could see that matchup yeah. twice. We could see Tuskegee, yeah, versus That's either one, one of those teams. Tuskegee Benedict would be man again. Oh my goodness! Oh my goodness! So it's gonna be interesting. I'm trying to see who uh, look at Tuskegee's schedule. So. Looking at their schedule, they've got uh Central State, um, Lane, of course, AM, Morehouse, Edward Waters, Savannah State, Clark. They got Miles. Ooh, that's a November 4th as well. 
Mm-hmm. Yep, so that is going to be interesting. Yeah, for sure. See what um I'll give me one second. I just want to see Miles schedule. Um who do they play? Uh they got Benedict on October seventh. So they got UAPB, Clark, Central State, and then Benedict. Man, uh... It's going to be interesting. SIC ain't playing with you. So, um, all right, man, let's talk. Um, talk. Uh, Play of the week. Uh, let's see. I'm sorry. I'm trying to get this up. Here we go. Here we go. Let's look at starting off with the swag. Swag player of the week, Mr. Ryan Morrow from Alabama AM. Uh, Mr. Isaiah Major. I'm sorry, Ryan Morrow for Offensive Player of the Week from Alabama AM. Uh, that man ran every which way. <laughs> he, he did whatever he want. Uh, I think he ended up with 190 and three touchdowns. Uh, every time I looked up, he was in the end zone. As a matter of fact, I was <laughs> I was recording when he was running one touchdown, and before I could, you know, saying. Before I could move, he had ran by me and was celebrating in the back of the end zone by the dog houses. So, yeah, that man did his thing. Uh, but to think, they got him and Donovan Eaglin. The only reason why he he played or started, uh, Donovan Eaglin was, is kind of nicked up and they want to leave him out for precautionary reasons. And this man came in and ran for 190. <sighs> Hell of a so back. imagine that two-headed monster. Hell of a backup. Yeah. Uh Isaiah Major uh on the defensive side. Got it. Uh for specialists, Terrell Garden. He uh he muffed the punt, the first punt of the game by Lane, but he came back and he uh made up for it with a uh, punt return late on. That was uh I, I would say ice the game was silly, but the game was over with anyway. Um uh, but he definitely was the icing on the cake on that one. Uh, and newcomer of the week, Jonas Davis from UAPB. Yeah. So, congratulations to those gentlemen there. Um, let's look at the uh, the MEAC. The MEAC. Mr. Otto Coons. I just make sure I pronounced that right. Is it Coons? Coons? I'm saying Coons. Um, Mr. Coons from Norfolk State, Offensive Player of the Week. Jordan Toes from Morgan State was the Defensive Player of the Week. Um, Huge interception late in that game. I want to say this is back-to-back weeks that Morgan State got Defensive Player of the Week. We keep talking about how good their defense is. So, uh, Rookie of the Week was punter Shane Messenger from – Morgan State, uh, which is weird because the, the punter got the rookie of the week. And then the specialist of the week, 
Mr. One uh, Velarde from North Carolina Central. And then offensive lineman of the week was Demetrius Witherspoon from Howard. So Howard going to have somebody for defensive player. I mean, offensive lineman of the week every time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, CIAA downstairs. Uh, Isaiah Freeman from Lincoln. Shout out to Lincoln, man. And, uh, and Coach P.A. on that big win. Uh, Zachariah Adams. I'm sorry, Zachariah Adams Duxon from Elizabeth City State. Uh, got for running back Malachi Langley from Lincoln, PA, was the wide receiver. Cameron Porter from Bowie State was offensive lineman. Cameron Davis from Virginia State was the defensive lineman. Shamar Graham from Virginia Union was the linebacker. William Davis from Virginia Union was the DB. Kimo Clark from Virginia State was the wide receiver slash kick returner. And Dante Lee Jr. was the from Shaw was the rookie of the week. So congratulations to all of them. Big facts. All right, man. Now our top 10 for this week. D1 top 10. Uh let's go. There's a lot of shake up. Um, I don't know. This looks weird, but because uh, you see an O and T team, O and two team, you're like, man, O and two at number ten. They basically yeah. took Alabama State. Yeah, yeah you know I'm, I'm saying <clears throat> they took Alabama State spot. I and think everybody else O and two after that. Yeah, it's the eye test for um for Grambling for me over Alabama State. Yeah. Um exactly. Alabama State losing to a D two school hurts them. But Gremlin played well enough to win versus Hampton and looked decent against LSU, especially in that first quarter. So I test wise Gremlin over Alabama State for me right now. Yeah. Number nine, we got Hampton. Hampton Hampton could have been in top three. Top four. They not lost. Say, that top three kind of I don't know about that. They might, I mean, they might would have been top three. I mean, over who? Well, well, then again, I get, I, yeah, it would have at least been top four. <laughs> Hampton could have been top four. Uh, but I don't know, man. It, well, we, we, we ain't got to hash that out. Uh, and number eight, Alabama and them, uh, after uh, losing to Vanderbilt in a game that they actually had a, you know, fighting chance in, uh, they came back. They came back and had a very impressive win over Lane. Uh, so they jumped to number eight. Tennessee State, similar, had a loss to Notre Dame, uh, but then came out and beat a, a, a very feisty UAPB team. You know, so they're at number seven. Prairie View, after their, uh, the, you know, saying in the Dr. Caville Bowl, um, <laughs> Prairie View dropped their game this past week to uh, Abilene Christian. Uh, so they dropped to number six. Howard, after you know, saying the very impressive loss to Eastern Michigan and the in the big win over um, Morehouse, they're up to number five. Uh, Jackson State, after you know, after bouncing back after that loss to uh, Florida and them, they're up to number four. Morgan State stayed steady. At number three, um, they're one and one on the season. Florida and them stay steady after their loss to uh, 
South Florida and North Carolina Central stayed steady after their win over North Carolina NT. I ain't gonna lie. Definitely. I might should have dropped Central just simply because I had to apologize. That shouldn't have had it. Oh, you would have put it number one, Morgan. Miles. <laughs> Stop before they start making us do a D2 pole, too, man. Put my listen, if I do a D2 pole, it's gonna go like this. Oh Benedict. My God, what a catch. It's gonna go Benedict, Tuskegee, Miles. Virginia Everybody else State. feeling the rest. Virginia Union. That's yeah. the only, you know oh, what I mean? Like, oh, I told you. Behind you. I'm a little bit behind you, so yeah. My bad, but man, what a catch. Yeah. I needed that for fantasy reasons. <laughs> yeah. Man, I should have took that over under. It was at it was just at 28, man. And I was like, ah, I don't want to take it. I should have took it. But anyway, that's what we got for the uh for the poll. Dr. Kavi said, I like that the Dr. Kabil bowl. Uh that's what Very it fitting. should be. Very fitting. What else you got, man? Before we get ready to get up out of here. That's all I got for tonight, my boy. Save yeah. the rest of it for Thursday. Yeah. We'll be back on Thursday, man, to break down some of these um some of these big matchups coming up this week. Uh preview a few things. We'll have uh like I said, we, we might have, we should have. Kelly Flicks on here. Um, maybe get some, you know what I'm saying? Oh, you know what? I got to reach out. We might have um, From the Hill podcast as well to kind of talk about the Southern game. Because you know what they said. And Jay White been saying, they said they're going to be 5 and 1 going to the Magic City. Said that. That's what they uh, said. And they said uh, they got checks, you know what I'm saying? What's the invoices got to be paid? So we'll see. We're going to find out, ain't we? We definitely gonna find that. Um, but if nothing else, man, we'll see y'all on Thursday. Like that, we got this show was presented by BetOnline.ag. Bring me my money. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.